0: I think it's pretty clear that pickleball is the fastest growing sport in the U.S. And today on the podcast, I've got Crystal Gallagher, who's trying to figure out why that is. So we are going to get into that today. Let's get to the intro to hear from Crystal. Welcome to the Pickleball Fire podcast, where it's all about pickleball. Today, I would like to welcome to the Pickleball Fire podcast, Crystal Gallagher. How are you doing today? Hi, I'm doing great. You? I am doing great. I got to play pickleball this morning, so it is all good. Oh, me too. <laughs> yeah, and actually the funny thing is that we probably don't live too far from each other because we are both here in Connecticut, I tend to play, I think, a little bit more west of you because I'm like closer to Hartford and uh, you're farther east, aren't you?
1: Yeah, I'm in like the Wallingford area.
0: Nice, nice. All right. Well, I do normally like to start off the podcast trying to understand a little bit about your background with pickleball when you first heard about it, how you started playing.
1: Yeah, so when I first heard about pickleball, it was in a high school gym class, but I didn't like it at all. It was just not enjoyable. I didn't think I would ever play it again until one of my college friends last May of 2022 invited me to go play with her and her friends. And because I had a tennis background, they taught me and I picked it up Quickly, and I loved it ever since then, and just played all summer. And now I'm
0: addicted. (laughs) That is great to hear. And that sounds like quite a turnaround. And I know you're fairly young, you're still going to university and what have you. But I am curious about why the first time you played, you really didn't like it.
1: Yeah, I think it was just because, like, I was so focused. It was during like tennis season. um, And So I was focusing more on that and I just didn't, it wasn't like very enjoyable in gym class, like with all the kids just messing around and not taking it very seriously. Like,
0: you know, yeah, I would imagine that as uh, it sounds like you played competitive tennis in. uh, high school and so it's and when you had the chance to play pickleball I bet you had a little bit better competition when you first started playing so it probably made it much more fun
1: yeah I was at Wolcott Park so everyone was very friendly and nice and welcoming
0: that's great to hear and uh, it sounds like you've really become addicted you've been playing for it looks like right about a year and are you a tournament player how seriously are you taking this yeah
1: i started playing yeah last may and then i signed up for my first tournament last june of 2022 because i just loved it so much i was playing all the time so now i sign up for pretty much most of the tournaments that come to connecticut at least i haven't traveled out of state yet but hopefully in the near future (laughs)
0: Yeah, I bet you're looking forward. You might already have one. Do you have one of those golden tickets to play in the the Nationals? No, unfortunately not yet.
1: I did play in the New Haven Atlantic Regional Tournament, but we did not place.
0: Now, are you playing singles, doubles, mixed? What's kind of your specialty?
1: Oh, yeah. I prefer... For my favorite is playing mixed i just like the you know females thinking back and forth and then you got like the males like will get into like, a, a volleying rally really quickly and then back to resetting like it's a lot more um intense playing with the males and then but i also play females and i just started playing singles
0: Yeah, I bet your background in tennis probably really helps that. Now, in terms of the mixed doubles, sounds like you really enjoy that. Do you ever feel like you're really getting picked on, though? (laughs) Yeah, sometimes I feel targeted, but I've learned to try to hold my own. (laughs) No, just out of curiosity, because a lot of people listen to the podcast, you know, for instruction. So how did you actually learn how to, you know, kind of, you know, get stronger and fend off those attacks?
1: yeah i took a few lessons at rocky hill they have like a coached match play there which was really helpful Um, and drilling just working on like the resets and and volleying and rallying back and forth with males strong players
0: yeah. So doing that, that practice thing against good players is definitely always a way to bring your game and kind of level up. So let me switch gears a little bit, because the reason that you and I got connected is because I think it was probably on one of the team reach sites. I think you probably put out there that you've got a pickleball survey that you're doing. And I I saw it and, you know, having been a graduate student, as soon as I saw it, I made sure I filled it out. Actually, I did it while I did it in between holes while I was golfing. So (laughs) just to let everybody know, it's really easy to complete and it doesn't take a lot of time. But uh, yeah, I mean, tell me a little bit about, you know, how you decided to do a survey about pickleball.
1: Yeah, so As an honors student in college, one of the requirements is to have a senior honors research project, and they said I could pick any topic to research, so I thought it would be really fun and interesting to choose my passion and pickleball to study.
0: And then what elements, you know, kind of give people an idea of what the survey covers and, you know, what maybe kind of the theme of it is?
1: The theme of the study is to see why pickleball is the fastest growing sport of America. Like, why has it become so popular? And also, why, because I'm in the medical field, I'm exercise science, and then I'll go to grad school for physical therapy major. I really wanted to focus in on the injury part of pickleball, why so many players are getting injured from. The seemingly lower impact sport and in the survey, they'll ask what you got injured, like your back or your knee, analyzing all of that data.
0: Yeah, and I would imagine, you know, of course, you know, when, you know, even when I started playing pickleball like five years ago, it was definitely a, mostly a sport that was 50-55 and up, so... But it is interesting. I almost think that there's more injuries now because maybe I don't know the game is getting a little bit more competitive. What's your philosophy?
1: Yeah, so I believe from what I've been seeing from playing at multiple locations is that people don't warm up properly. They just go straight into playing, and then or and then they're not getting. Lessons to properly learn techniques on how to hit the ball, like I see people twisting their body all sorts of ways, and then like they, they wonder why their back is hurting later,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's actually a really good point. And you know, I think one of the things that happens in pickleball is that it is so easy to learn that people kind of really don't think about taking lessons, so do you think that's kind of getting more and more of kind of kind of a need to do that to learn the right technique to actually prevent the injuries?
1: Yeah, I think people should be taking lessons at least when like you're first starting out so that and specifically like with the older population, like how to backpedal for a lob so people aren't falling over. Stuff like that, how to properly hit the ball and not reaching into the kitchen and falling over and like hurting themselves.
0: Yeah, we definitely don't want any of that. But, you know, do you do you have any suggestions either from your exercise science background in terms of really how to do things like to be careful when you're older in terms of moving back in the court? Yeah, I would say just w-
1: proper warming up. So you want to make sure that you have at least like a solid five to 10 minutes of just warming up and stretching. Like Take a jog around the courts, get the blood flowing by doing dynamic stretching, which is actively moving your muscles. So doing high knees and butt kicks, arm circles. And then move into the dinking once you're warm and then do other shots too, like drives and practice the lobs and the volleys before you start playing a whole game. So you don't like take out your shoulder or anything.
0: Yeah, it kind of reminds me of, you know, when I played high school and college sports, it's, you know, take the time to, you know, spend probably that twenty minutes truly getting warmed up and that can be a huge benefit and then in terms of your background with exercise science you had mentioned you're also going to be going to graduate school to physical therapy any other suggestions just kind of from you know your schooling that you know, can help people on the pickleball court could be physical things like we've been talking about, could be some mental things, you know, any anything that's really ties from your college, you know, what you're learning to the pickleball game.
1: I think for mental things, I think pickleball already is just such a, like a positive community with the spirit of the game of being so friendly for physical Improvements, I would say stretching after you play too, static stretches, especially for your arms and your legs before you go sit in the car while you're driving home so you don't get all cramped up, and just taking care of your body, drinking plenty of water before and after, and eating better, especially for tournament players, getting in the carbs and the protein and electrolytes.
0: Yes, and that's actually something that I've gotten much better about even in the last couple of weeks is I used to do most of my stretching after I walked. But because now I'm playing a lot more pickleball and a lot less walking, it's actually turned around. So even today, after I finished playing, I just stretched right there on the court. I was waiting for somebody to give me back a demo paddle. So I'm like, you know what? Perfect time to do my static stretching, which, you know, for people in my age group, you know, anybody in their 50s, 60s and 70s, back then it was all static stretching. And that's we did that all the time, whether it was before or after. Now it's something you just do after. So. Yeah, that's, that's great advice, Crystal. All right. So you've got the, you've got the survey and that's something that do you need, you know, I'm hoping that you being on the podcast will help to, you know, get some more people involved in actually completing the survey because quite a few people listen to the podcast and it is something that just takes five or 10 minutes to complete, you know, how much, what are you looking for in terms of respondents? Do you have a particular number in mind or, you know, are you trying to, you know, just get more people to fill it out in general or, you know, what are you looking for there?
1: Yeah. More people to fill out in general. I don't have a specific number. It just It's just the more data that you can collect, the more accurate that it will be. I've from the responses, I've been getting a lot of um three 30 oh to three five players and three five to four oh players. So I would love to get some more beginner responses as well as five oh plus responses.
0: Okay, that's actually yeah, that's actually good to know. I mean in terms of pickleball fire podcast i think most people who actually listen to pickleball podcasts are probably my guess is they're like in that 40 range so maybe maybe a few 45s but probably mostly 40s but that's good to know i don't think there's a lot of beginners necessarily that are listening to pickleball podcasts but i can help you out on the email side because i know on my email list side that there's probably quite a few beginners so hopefully we can get those response numbers up for you and then what's your time frame in in terms of when you actually need this completed so i'm having the
1: survey open all summer to collect all the data you know just post reshare the link is in my instagram which is c gallagher underscore pickleball it'll be up there until I start school in the fall because then I have to meet with my advisor and she's going to help me hopefully publish something and I have to present about my research and my findings in the spring. I'll be posting all of the results and kind of the progress of the steps that I'm going through on my Instagram.
0: Oh, that's cool. So we'll be able to follow along and then Were you thinking about you might get it published, or are you thinking you might present at a conference or something? Or what's your thought there?
1: Yeah. I don't know all of the information about the publishing part yet. I have to talk to my advisor about that. She's helping me. But for the presenting, we're required to present at this, it's called a colloquium at it's at University of Hartford, which is the college that I
0: attend. Okay, well that is awesome. Well great. I will definitely look forward to monitoring your progress and it will be really interesting to see the results. Are you kind of expecting that, you know, you'll have everything that you're presenting probably sometime in the fall or will it be in the spring of 2024?
1: <laughs> I'm hoping to collect all the data throughout the fall semester and be prepared to start presenting in the spring it depends on how long it, it takes me to write everything up and gather all of the responses
0: all right good we will definitely or i will definitely look forward to seeing the results of that and uh, you know ho- hopefully everything comes out to the public too because i think it is a really interesting study and uh, yeah as i said you know pick a ball fire podcast listeners, you know, just take a couple minutes to complete the survey. I will definitely put a link on the show notes page and uh, that should help get some more responses. Plus, you can go to pickleballfire.com forward slash Crystal to get a link to the survey to help her out. Yes, thank you so much for doing this for me. All right. Well, Crystal, it was great to have you on the Pickleball Fire podcast and I will uh, look forward to seeing the results uh, in the future all right thank you so much for having me thank you for listening to the Pickleball Fire podcast if you enjoyed the show be sure to give it a five-star review on Apple iTunes